Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most Phil Better, and today I have Billy Bat on, the owner of Chrome Consulting and 5-in-1 Method. I'm so happy to have him on. Billy, please give us an introduction and welcome to the show. Yeah, not a problem. And thank you. And by the way, we actually have a couple more things to add on there. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm also uh, the CMO and head of recruitment for Titan and Pro-Choice Roofing and MDG Properties. And I'm also, uh, so we did the final and the NWMO podcast and Inner Circle where we consult agencies that work with contractors too. So just so they get a little feel for you, it. You, you, uh, you can be an entrepreneur. You have to be like the mogul of entrepreneurs and just have so many. <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, well, it, but everything's sort of like it aligns, right? So so that, that's the biggest thing is like when you find your like alignment and you're like, okay, I have clarity, I know what I'm doing, uh, like, because it's so easy to get just get pulled away 13 days. And I still get, sometimes there's a little, you know, that shiny object right in front of you and you're like, oh, I want to do this thing. But, you know, enough, we'll get into that later. So bit about me, um, we run a couple multi-six-figure and seven-figure, and I'm part of seven-figure businesses, eight-figure businesses. Um, I'm not an eight-figure business owner yet. It's coming. Don't don't you worry. It's coming. Well, you have your hands in enough pies. It's about yeah. it's really yeah. time. Something's going to pop, right? No, no. They're all doing really well. Everything's good. Sometimes you got to move two steps back to go three steps forward. Um, bit about me, how I got in all this. Um, actually, I left home early at 13, um, ended up on the streets. Uh, long story short, ended up in a gang all that's barely made it out uh, made it out of that lifestyle ended up in the oil field in northern can northwestern canada for about eight years alberta. Um, yeah alberta okay cool alberta um um alberta bc saskatchewan all that stuff um been back and forth from the states for the last few years and i've been full-time as an entrepreneur it'll be three years in december since i worked a day in the oil field which i'm so grateful for um you know i get to spend time with my daughter when i am allowed because me and her mom we don't get along and it's, it's okay that happens but you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna do my best as a father of uh, making sure that she's well taken care of um when she gets older we already just set up some accounts for her recently to build some savings so things that i never had i want to be make sure that she has when she gets a little older and uh yeah and that's a bit about me and uh yeah uh, right now we're in orlando scaling up the roof companies scaling up the consulting agency yeah and then we're doing some work with investors as well so it's really awesome i love it i love the story from humble beginnings to where you are trying to make sure that your family's taken care of you know Everybody has a different story, but yours yeah. I, I connect with because it's you. You're, you went through the hard times when you were younger, which made you into the person you are today, who can be the success. You know that mm. even though you could have a bit of a challenge in your business, you know it gets better because you've gotten better. You've gotten through the harder stuff. Yeah, literally, I was literally talking about this um, last week at the event. Was because of all the stuff that I went through. Um, growing up, actually, so when things are on fire in my business, um, I can hold my composure really well, and, and and instead of being reactive, I can assess the situation and and make the right move so that we're not going to bury ourselves ten x further. So that that was one of the things. And then literally, as I said that, 
Um, yeah, actually, we had a couple things we had to deal with. So it was, it was, and I thought about when I said it to him. I was like, I literally said this, and now this is happening. And but by the end of the end of the day yesterday, um, we you know got still got my workouts in, still got everything in, and I felt still fulfilled at the end of the day, even though we had issues in the morning. But because we pushed through that barrier. Um, it was really great just to be like, okay, we pulled today off. Let's get ready for tomorrow, and let's have a good day, which we are already having a great day today too. So it's awesome. Love hearing that. Love hearing that, um, Billy. Which is funny because you said uh, one of the questions I always ask is, "What would you consider your first failure?" And you, you kind of mentioned it a little earlier. You left home at thirteen, trying to yeah. do it to yourself. Yeah. So me and um, you know me and my parents had a bit of disagreements. Obviously, you know rules and stuff. I wasn't really great with them. Um, I like to be my own like free bird because I moved from like the country into the city. Trying to, I didn't have restrictions in the country, and now you're trying to put them on me in the city, and it led to a lot of, you know, head against head, and then whatever. So I ended up leaving. Uh, you know, I was getting in trouble at home, and I ended up leaving. Um, and it brought me down that path that was, uh, you know, lucky that I got out of that life. But it was that really that was the start. That was like, you know, either ways, I'm going down the wrong path. I made that decision, but you know, at the end of the day, that really was the probably the best thing that ever happened to me even though it was really brutal at that time um and i don't i, I don't wish that upon anybody to have to go through what i had to when i was a young teenager no i can understand uh, a lot of i've uh, helped out a lot of charities with people in the streets and that's why i understand how difficult it is and just walking downtown you can see how difficult it is for some of the people yeah. who uh, don't have that support who may have not had that supportive home but yeah you're, uh, you turned your life around. You're, you're crushing it with uh, different companies that are making uh, multi-figures, and uh, you're on your way there. Um, tell us a bit about how you got started with uh, in the entrepreneurial world. Maybe in the online world. Yeah, I yeah. I'm online. We'll go with the online world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, it started with um, so there was a crash in 2015 of the oil field, and I was working there. I was making decent money. You know, I didn't really care. Plus, I actually had a daughter on the way at the time, so that's when I sort of started reframing my mind. Like, if I didn't have my daughter, I'd probably still be slanging in the oil field, didn't care about nothing. I was whatever. I'm making decent money. money. Right, it, it was good. It was good. It's it's good money, but it ain't rich money. You no. know what I mean? And, Unless you move uh, to back to Newfoundland, and then 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 you have the big money from the oil. Fields. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. So, what happened was, you know, the oil crashed, um, and it was a little bit of a downturn for me, obviously mentally, personally. I think I actually had my injury with my thumb at that time. I ended up picking up the 10x rule book. Uh, by Grant Cardone, I started reading books, uh, read his next book, went to a conference, uh, started learning about you know traffic and, and marketing and, and, and funnels, and then I ended up working. Uh, I ended up getting a job again back in the oil field, but I, now I'm sort of tied into this world a little bit, and I started doing high ticket sales for consult, uh, coaching programs. So I was doing, I was working ten hours a night, uh, then doing uh, five hours, uh, six hours in the day. Uh, 10, 12 hours a night, five to six hours in the day doing sales and sleeping like four hours a day. Um, then I quit my job, went all in on the sales, but then I started learning also some other stuff on the side. And that's when I started learning lead gen. 
I paid for a consultant. Um, he knows who he is. Uh, and then I started getting into the lead gen stuff. And then from there, I took the basic learnings that I did with him and then started digging deeper, doing my own research, and then getting into more systems and, and processes and, and lead generation avenues, organic paid, automations, you name it. And that's literally what I got into. That's awesome. I, I, I love it. And I love how you, you started uh, with the books. You know, you, you started, you picked up a book, you started reading, and then you're like, this is, I like this, I want more of this, and you just yeah. go further into it. Yeah, and it was really because the 10X, the 10X was a really good book to pick up first because it really was all about your mentality and the 10X and what you want to achieve your goals. And at the time, I didn't even know what the hell my goals were, right? So I'm like, I don't even know what my goals are. I'm just... I'm just trying something. I just need a different avenue, right? Mm -hmm. The oil's not doing it for me anymore. So um, that's what happened there, and and that's how I end up, you know, flipping things around. I love it. I love it, it and and it's true. Like I, I picked up the book. Uh, it's I think in Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, a classic yep. Great. Uh, for entrepreneurs and that. And I, my mind started shifting into gears into being like, no, I. Because 2020 was a horrible year for everybody. Um, I don't think anybody had a very fun year. I was not bad for me. <laughs> uh, it actually, because my, I actually had an incident that happened at the end of 2019, right before Christmas. Oh. I almost lost everything right before Christmas in 2019 uh, through some, um, I'm, I made a decision that I thought was going to be a good decision and the people I was working with were not a good fit we'll just say that um yeah. almost cost me all my money in my bank account so when 2019 at the end i was already starting over right wow. so by the time march came and all the lockdowns came i was already in snowball mode from starting fresh and i was like i ain't stopping here i don't care what the world's doing my world just stopped three months ago i'm getting back in gear so it was actually not too bad it's actually when i hired my my first um assistant was in, right at the end, right at the beginning of 2020, and she's been with me ever since. And we've been adding more people on our team. Launched my podcast. I, uh, you know, got a little bit more alignment. Actually, so 2020 was more like of an alignment year for me. Okay, alignment and alignment and going deep on like because that that mistake I made in 2019 was because of me shifting gears. Now what I learned not to do was like. This is my focus. I need to stay right here. Stay in what is it's not just stay in your lane, but like become the master of your lane so that yeah. then you can hire people to do the other lanes for you. Well, yeah, exactly. And then I just and then I, I knew exactly what I needed to do and what I what I didn't need to do. And and it, it gave me clarity, if anything, a lot of clarity. I love that. I love that. Um, and I if I'm not mistaken, I'm just looking here. You mentioned, I believe you're hiring your first person in one of your questions, but I can't find it. But we'll, we'll move on. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, so you started your podcast. When did you start your podcast? I think June or July. June? Maybe. Last year? Maybe, and, uh, even, maybe even May. Maybe even May. Maybe in the summer May. months. Uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. What what can we expect if we listen into it? So that's New World Marketing Order podcast. Um, we we pretty much hire. We're just looking to work with badasses and hear their you know where they came from and how they're changing the game when it comes to marketing and sales for entrepreneurs. Um, like we've had Mitch Miller on there. We've had. Um, 
Jeff Hunter, he's on there. Uh, Damon with SEO, he's been doing SEO for 14 uh, years. Uh, you got a couple other good names on there. Uh, John Malott, he's doing some big launches right now. Um, Crude, we've had on there. Big... Yeah, man, some hitters, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but these are people that I actually grew connections with. I didn't just, these weren't just people that I invited on my podcast. I've Mitch is, uh, I've hired him for stuff. Uh, Chris Rude, we did stuff with him. John Malat, we we were at we, we were the ones running helping fill up the events he was at. So like these are connections that we actually built before they even hopped on the show. That's amazing. I, I do it the other way. I build the connection once they're on the show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but it's, you know, and, and, but it works both ways, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, it's like it's utilize your current network and utilize what you're doing to grow your network. You know, both. It's a two. It's a double edged sword. Oh yeah, no. Uh, podcasting, I think, is one of the most underrated uh, secrets in marketing ever because you you have that thirty minutes that you either you're talking with a potential client or you're you're talking to your you have your potential client listening to what you're saying so that they're getting mm. drilled into your points. Yes, exactly. No, and it's honestly, I've got people that came into my network and, and then and bought my services. And it was what they did. What happens is, is to get some to get to know who you are and your personality to see if your, uh, you know, values align with what they're doing. Because I had people that come and started working with me, and they're just like, dude, I can just tell you're my kind of person. Like that's it. Like it didn't. They didn't even really care what they were buying. They just want to be a part of what we were doing. Yeah, it's the environment that you create, and I think that's the new age of business we're moving into. The entrepreneurial business, where because we already have all these giant businesses taking care of a lot of this stuff mm. that we don't need to. When you go in and you're looking for something specific, you can go and find the yeah. specific entrepreneur. Like for marketing, you know. If you want high ticket leads and that you go you go see Billy Bat, or if you want you know to to learn how to launch a podcast, you come see Phil Better, or you want your money mindset right, you go over and see other people. Like this is what the new world is. Like you can find people that you gel with, and so that you're working mm. with someone and you're not pissed off. You don't get the buyer's remorse anymore. You know, like we used to have before. Yeah, I feel that 100. percent I feel so, also JVs are big right now. Partners, partners, collaboration, and JV marketing is really up, really big right now. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a lot of that done. Really, it's been great. Why, why don't you just jump in a bit more about the VE uh, partnerships and that that you're doing? JVs, yeah. So pretty much what we're doing is we're finding like you can find influencers on Instagram that are like you know ten, twenty, forty thousand, fifty thousand followers, and they have good engagement of people in your ideal audience, but they're not monetized well. So we're gonna go and make them a nice offer of fifty percent of our profits, or we're gonna say, hey, here's a twenty percent on our course, or whatever it is you're doing there, and that seems to be working. Um, there's also ways that we're using, utilizing Fiverr that are promote my products as well to their bigger audiences. So we're using that too. And then literally, honestly, people underestimate the power of the DM. Honestly, I, like, I, I DM everybody. I got my team DMing everybody. Like that's how we do. Like I just like you can I say what you want. Some people don't like it. I can't tell you how much money I've made 
from literally DMing somebody straight cold. Hey, man, love what you're doing. Love to connect with you. Let's see how we can make something happen. I know we can, I know there's a lot of synergy here. And people have been like, okay, let's hop on a call. And literally, and they'll either buy my services or we'll partner or send referrals. And that's literally just DM. That doesn't include our paid marketing or automation services, any single thing like that. That's what it is. It's awesome. I love it. It's a it's a great way to grow not only your network but your pocketbook yeah. as well. well. You know, but I'm gonna fair warning. Do not go do the DM. Hey, did it up by my services? No, man. I love I love what you're doing. How can we connect? How can we make something happen together? It's you, you got to make it mutual because then it's a not it's not even the same conversation. It is a different conversation. The your approach is is. It needs to be about connection, not about me. And I love how you're reiterating that point that it's a, about a connection to help grow both of you. It's something yeah. that uh, a previous guest, actually, the uh, the growth enthusiast himself, Dan Cocho, uh, mentioned he's a uh, high-ticket lead. He, similar to what you do, he's a lead gen uh, for multi-billion-dollar companies, you know, helping them grow. Mm. And he was like, it's all about creating that connection, that one-on-one joint amazingness. It has, to be. It has to be. I love how you're reiterating and saying, yeah, it's not just one person saying, I got two experts in lead gen saying, this is how you do it. You know? so I love that, reiterating that point. So now you know what to do. <laughs> connect. And, and actually, funny enough, I did that. I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try. I, I've always been nervous to do that lead gen, like the, the DM, cold DM, because it's like, and I get so many, and it's all, it feels spammy. And I'm like, I don't well, want to be spammy. Well, you got to do it a different way. Oh, no. I, like, I would get them, and I'd be like, no, I, you're selling me something. You're selling me something. And then when I did, I was like, hey. I would love to have you on, on as a guest for my podcast. We can help share and all this. And then it led to actually him becoming a client. Yeah. Yeah. So what I say is write how you talk. Type it as if you're actually having going on. You know, like if that's what you say or dude or bro or like, hey, girl, you know, like, like throw in like your actual mannerisms and it, it usually works out better because people read it like they're like they're hearing it. Right. Yeah. So if, if it comes off like as if it's somebody talking and not just like, hey, would you like to? It's not automated. It's not copy yeah. paste. There's a human aspect. Exactly. 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 You know, and even comment on something that they're doing, engage on their stuff, engagement too. I always support support local businesses, support my friends' businesses, all that good stuff. But that always helps too. Not just the first DM, also commenting, engaging, liking, and emboldening them. Yeah, you you want to support people just so that they can, they may never work with you, but you can go. I helped this person, and I'm glad I was able to help this person grow. Exactly. Yep, 100. percent I love it. I love it. Um, I want to take some lessons that you've learned from successes because you've had pretty much a, a lot of them as well as failures. Um, what would you say would be your your favorite success? And I have your answer here. And I want well, to see my favorite. Oh, it's probably going to be different. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite like success that we actually achieved or favorite things that we do to achieve success because we could, we could that could be a twofold. Let's do both. Let's start with whichever one you want, and then we'll go so, to the uh, other ones. So um, I, I would say my favorite achievement was actually my failure that I had in 2019. Um, 
because it taught me a multi-million dollar lesson of staying focused. That failure taught me success. That, that making that wrong decision made me make more good decisions and understand the decisions that I'm making are better for me. Um, my favorite thing that I do that gets me the success that I get is person to person networking and committing before uh, and committing without like, you know, like instead of saying, Oh, I can't make this happen. Be like, okay, how can I make this happen? If there's an investment that you want to make in your business and you don't have the money right now, get on contact with that person. Ask if you can do a payment plan. Figure out if you can get funding. If you know that that thing is right for you, figure out a way to get it done instead of saying, oh, I can't do it because I don't have the funds. Well, guess what? 90% of real estate flippers, they don't have any of their own money down. They use other people's money. So leveraging your resources and being resourceful. Damn. I'm making I'm making things happen. That's probably that's probably like been the biggest thing for me. People love working with me because I I they can see that I'm committed. I'm a go getter, and that I'll make it happen. If I don't know how to make something work, I will figure out a way to make it work. That's how you gotta do. That's it. type of person you want a business with. You want a someone who will put in the work just as hard as you will to uh, get yep. your goals. Just make it happen. Don't if you don't know how, we'll find a way. Commit first, figure it out later. And you know, Grant Cardone says it. Many other people say it. I, I live by it. You know, <laughs> it's just one of the things I do. Yeah, no, I, and Grant has been mentioned a few times on the podcast by previous guests about how he's influenced them. And I, I watch him. He's he's not fully my cup of tea. He is a little more well, than me, but I appreciate his basic message he's putting out there. And well, anytime he talks, I make money. So <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. Like, hey, that's it. Like, if I, if I, yeah, if I take a page out of his book, I make money. Whether he's got the arrogance attitude or whatever, I don't care about that. Nobody cares about that. And he even says it. I've been in in the rooms with him, and he's like, he's like, you know, like you guys, you guys appreciate information. A lot of you, there's a lot of people here that appreciate my information, but they don't freaking like me. But they like what I, what I know how to do. And, yeah. And he knows it. He knows. He knows it. And me, I don't. I like both. I like his arrogance, and I like the the information. I find it hilarious, dude. He cracks me up. Yeah. So no, I, I like like you said. I appreciate the knowledge that he has. Maybe the the way he delivers the message is not well, my cup of tea. But I still would sit down in a room with him teaching because, like, it's fucking Grant Cardone, you know. Mm-hmm. Even if he did something I didn't like, there's no way I couldn't thank him. It was his book that I first picked up when I got into this. So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here in this uh, in this interview right now. That's true. That's true. Um, here's here's my thing. I, I asked you originally in this thing is what's your ultimate goal in life, and you responded with uh, it's always change and adjust. It does change, yes, so often. Like it's okay. Answer sure, I can hit a financial goal, but then I started thinking it's like, well, you know, you know, once you get the money, it's like, well, what are you gonna do? Um, there's a lot of things I have been doing lately. I've been doing a lot of giving back stuff. Um, I just donated to Operator Operation Underground Railroad. Uh, they're saving children from sex slavery and slave labor. Yeah. Um, and sacrifices, crazy stuff that people are doing to these kids. Fucking disgusting. But um, from there. Um, I also, we just went and fed a bunch of homeless people on Saturday. Um, I'm also, you know, I, I've been such go hard, go work hard, you know, because of the oil field. 
um, I'm learning how to how to do things just for me and not just for my work ethic and like figure out my angles obviously you know i'm back down here in florida i love it down here in florida i love being by the beach love going on boats we were just kayaking on sunday i love the water so that that's definitely you know somewhere where i want to be near it's 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 in my angle i want to be you know, doing that, but not just living by the water, but also being able to help others. And that's why we've been consulting the agencies that work with contractors because they've been, you know, reaching out to us like, hey, what do you guys do? How do you guys do it? Let's get it going. And then moving forward from there, um, we're helping them and they're all winning too. So, like, it's, it, I'm starting to move greater than just my personal you know, just for myself, but you can't pour from an empty cup as well. I know that too. So, you know, you got to be a bit selfish, but also still helping people at the same time. So right now I'm just helping a bit, hitting some goals. I got my goals written down for financial numbers and, uh, and that's just what I'm working on. And maybe, maybe going to flight school soon. That's another one. I might, I might go to flight school. That's one well, of the things I want When you get do. your pilot license, cause I know it's going to happen. You're a hustler. Yeah. Um, I want to. I want to ride. I want to ride with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We flying. We flying. I was talking with my one buddy about flying. He's like, "Yo, dude, you sure you want to go flying?" I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I want to go flying." I was like, "I don't care if we land that thing properly or not. I'm going flying. I don't care. I don't mind if you land it properly or at least safely." Well, like if well, water my first one, cool. my my first couple, whatever, you know, we get it done. <laughs> I'll wait till you have a few hours before. Yeah, wait, wait till I get a couple landings in, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, I, I love talking with great entrepreneurs like this because it's the synergy, like you said, it's just it's amazing, and a fellow yeah, yeah. podcaster as well. Yeah. Um, you trying to get back you, on track. Yeah, trying to get back on track. And I'm just imagining myself flying and I'm being like, yeah, is he yeah, going to be able to land this thing? Yeah. No, that's cool. I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's awesome. You you mentioned Grant Cordon's book, the 10X, yeah. um, as being a, an influence in your life. Uh, is there any other books that you've read recently that have made an impact? Yes. Um so I'm actually so not even just I'm not even just going to go into books. I'm going to go into some more stuff, maybe a little deeper. Um, there's a guy named Howard Berg. He's the world's fastest reader. I think he can read twenty five thousand words in a minute. Okay. Damn. Yes. Um, I'm actually learning his program right now, and I'm learning how to learn faster because I got so many things that I want to learn, and and I want to be able to just knock it out but he just doesn't teach you how to read it he taught he teaches how to comprehend and instill it in your brain so you don't have to go back through things as many times he can learn new skills he's he's got people doing four years of college and finishing it in six months people doing university uh, dude, i'm telling you he learned how to be a photographer and graphic designer in like four like people that have been doing it for 10 years and he's going in and coaching them after learning it in three days. Like this is the power of like not just uh, just doing more, but getting better faster at what you're doing. Because if I can 
become that, then what is that going to do for my organization whenever we need new things for our business? And I can go and put the time and learn that new skill or show, or teach my team how to learn faster too. So like that, that tree can go deep rooted. You know what I mean? And if you've got these things instilled in your business and like that could be a part, maybe that could be a part of my organization one day and be like, we're, anyone who works with us needs to learn how to learn faster. You know what I mean? Like, like just think about that. If you got 10, 20, 30 people who are all learning at a fast rate and getting better at what they're doing for the business and the exponential hockey stick growth it can have for your company and your organization while the core values and, and culture aligns, right? You just think about that now and you're like, you're just picturing like, wow, that can be insane. And oh, I'm already like, these- okay, I'm going to be signing up for this because I want yeah. I just – it's amazing. So, so that's that um, when it comes to like what I'm digging into right now. Um, also, a lot of leadership. Um, I'm listening to Craig Groschel. He's a pastor, uh, but he teaches a leadership podcast. So if you want to look him up, um, every time I'm working out, that's who I'm listening to right now. Um, he gave me this one tip, and I'm going to give this to your audience. And this – so – two tips in one actually so one of the things that really got me um from when i was only doing around 10k a month to really taking you know 40 to 60k a month in my agency was living by my calendar actually and i got that from yaya bakar he's a he's a speaker so everything i don't care if i'm going on a food if i'm on a podcast if i'm in a sale meeting if i'm on a team meeting it goes in the calendar i live by my calendar empty space is the devil to your business um so we had the we have the calendar thing Mm -hmm. that's one number two is artificial deadlines okay so the artificial deadline say i have a project it's due on saturday i'm going to make it it's monday I'm going to make an artificial deadline to be done by Wednesday at noon. And I'm going to live as if that project needs to be done by Wednesday at noon. That way I know that project is done and I don't need to release it by then. It's just got to be done, right? So what I'll do is it'll teach you how to be faster, move faster, delegate better, and get the things that you need done and be just as if not more productive when you're doing those things. Those are two amazing tips. Like, Jesus, I love both of them. I'm slowly doing the live by the calendar. I'm getting my way into that. No, 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 you just need to make it a standard. Yeah, now it is a standard. I put everything in my calendar and I get mad. And then artificial deadline. The artificial deadline I'm going to be starting now. I even in my head, I was like, okay, I have things to do for next week. I'm going to start making sure that they're done a week before. Have them done. Dude, if it's due next Friday, make it done by Thursday this week. Get it done. Get it done. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm supposed to be getting, you know, inspiring my audience with my the tales from my entrepreneur guests. And here I'm being uh in, <laughs> I'm being inspired. I love it. No, I love cool, it. Man. It's cool. So one of the joys of this job of podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And like and like one of the things that I teach my inner circle that we coach those agencies when I'm learning stuff. You guys are getting it right now. I'm not the kind of guy who's going to hold off and wait till I learn something. I'm going to take something learn, and I'm going to implement it right away, and I'm also going to teach my people how to use it because what that's going to do for me is it's going to instill it into my work ethic and my habits faster as well. 
Yeah, no, uh, one of the principles, uh, I studied psychology uh, when I went to university, and it, one of them is, is when you learn something, teach it to someone else, and it just solidifies that lesson in you. So that you know it 100% more than you just, the more you teach it, the, the easier it becomes for you to instill it inside you. Yes, exactly, exactly. All right, Billy, we're coming to the end of the episode. I would want to spend another two hours. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's um, fine. I'm going to jump off, actually. No, this is your time. I'm going to give you the five minutes near the end. You don't have to take the full five minutes, but tell us where we can find you, how we can get in contact with you, if we want to work with you. So uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, so you guys can get uh, connected with me. You can go to either newworldmarketingorder.com. Uh, you Billy the Bat on Instagram. It's a newer Instagram. Connect with me, DM me. You can pitch me. You have all rights to pitch me. If I like your service, I might buy it. Um, and then you can also connect with me, Billy Bat, on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. And um, and I stand up pretty well. You'll be able to see me in my face. So um, it's, it's not hard to miss. Awesome. Billy, I want to thank you so much for spending the time and investing in the podcast and investing in your uh, your story here with us. Um, the show notes will have all the links so that you guys can go check out Billy. And if you can, pitch him and see if you can uh, end up working uh, alongside with yeah. the man. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. You never know. All right. I, I want to thank you all. And remember, guys, invest in yourself just like Billy did. And maybe one day you can be as big as Billy. <laughs>